Hi, and welcome to Relatable, a podcast dedicated to simplifying the complexities of modern everyday relationships. What if being great at relationships was easy for you? How would that change your life? How would that impact the people you love? I'm Fiona Lukies. Join me as I pull back the curtain on how easy it is for you to up your relationship game so you can enjoy effortless relationships with anyone in your life and become more relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Relatable. I'm really, really thrilled to have, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, two beautiful men who've agreed to come on the show and share what their experience has been from where they were in their lives to where they are now and in the hope that we can kind of help more men out there because I know that there are a lot of men struggling and how do I know this? Because I get emails each and every day from men who are struggling in a variety of ways. And one of the biggest ones is they've been blindsided by their partner deciding that their relationship is over or their marriage is over and they just haven't seen it coming. So that, amongst other things, is something that I want to address tonight because my two guests, Brian and Jamie, have both been through that and have now come through the other side. And I think they would have some wonderful words of wisdom to share with those of you who are listening. So let's start with you, Brian. Maybe you could just introduce yourself, maybe just share a little bit about where you were and what was going on in your life when our paths crossed. Hey, Fiona. Thanks for having me. I'm Brian. I'm from Bendigo, Central Victoria, probably the typical self-employed tradie, I suppose. And I guess I did find myself in a position that I didn't really expect. Well, I didn't expect it to be as bad as what it was. So yeah, it sort of crept up in a way, but in many ways, it was um, not what I wanted, that's for sure. Earlier in the year, when I when I got onto you and started working through everything, basically, pretty much my whole life changed over time in a direction now that is, you know, far better than I probably would have thought it would be just a couple of years ago. Like it was, it all felt good, but yeah, when the wheels fell off, it fell off pretty big. And um, I ended up in a place where I didn't really want to be mentally, which I, I think is a huge, huge issue for men, particularly in the building industry. I think it's definitely something that gets swept under the carpet a bit or people don't take it serious. Yeah, since I think it was late February when I started dealing with you that we, um, you know, started clearing things up a lot and seeing things a bit different. Where I am now is completely different compared to where I was back then. If I look back, I actually can't believe how far I've come. And that's pretty incredible, but not just for myself, but other people too that, you know, I talk to these days. And it's nice to make a, a difference in someone's life just by having a chat, changing things in such a simple way. It's not easy, but it's definitely nowhere near as hard as what it needs to be or what people perceive it to be. What happened with you, Brian? You, I mean, when we met, what was going on in your life? Our business had grown considerably in the last two years. We sort of pushed it to a point where we'd taken on a lot of work. We were employing you know, more blokes. The pressure was on. Before Christmas, it got pretty rough because we lost one of our main blokes, which the work we had on was under contracts and that, so we couldn't just knock it back or we couldn't knock back the local work. We were going to get to Christmas and then have a breather. Before Christmas, it was rough. We were, you know, I wasn't home a lot for a start. That didn't help. I thought I was doing the right thing by trying to make ends meet all the time and, you know, grow the business and looking down the track of, well, probably this time now where I thought, yep, we'll be, we'll be right. It certainly brought up a few issues personally for me and my partner at the time were difficult to deal with. We tried a couple of different avenues for help, which actually made it worse looking back now. And I thought that at the time. I always felt that it was just misunderstandings in a lot of things and then it was almost everything where we were just not seeing eye to eye and just couldn't understand and my partner would say one thing, she meant it one way, I'd take it a different way and it was incredibly confusing and I certainly ended up in a spot where you know, I, was, I was questioning life and it was um, pretty average really. Yeah, definitely the worst place I've ever been. Once we sort of got rolling and started the Relatable course, yeah, things started clearing up. And they started changing a few quite quickly because when we met, you were separated. You were living in separate places and mm. there was an incredible amount of conflict and friction, wasn't there? And you were, from what I remember, turning yourself inside out, back to front, upside down, trying to, trying to work it out, trying to make it better, trying to fix it. But it felt like no matter what you did, it, you just seemed to dig a deeper hole. Would that be a... Yeah, absolutely. My situation is probably a little bit different to a lot of people's where we got help from a couple of counsellors and somehow we actually ended up at um, our GP to 
do a trial separation, which was a bit weird at the time, but I was just at a point where I was just trying to save the relationship, so I agreed to it. Unfortunately for me, it, it meant moving out of the family home into my caravan. Well, first it was a swag in the factory. No shower, no cooking facilities. That was pretty much for two weeks at the start. It was probably the most confusing time of my life, really. And because I was so stressed and uncomfortable, I was researching a lot, trying to find out how a trial separation would work, but it just didn't make sense at the time. I had a gut feeling that it just wasn't right. So I was asking questions and asking the doctor questions and he didn't know and there was just no way forward. But that was the idea of that situation, to find a way forward. Yeah, it was just something that wasn't right. Like it definitely, definitely wasn't right. And that that threw me into a pretty big spiral, really. Like um, there was certainly days there where I didn't know what was going on at all. I was incredibly confused by going home to see my kids but how my partner was at the time she was friendly it was like nothing had really happened and it certainly felt that I didn't really mean a lot at the time so yeah it's incredibly confusing and I certainly wouldn't want to see anyone else get to that point once I started looking around looking at different things writing stuff down I was finding different ways forward for myself like finding you know, in those tough spots, you find a little bit of info that just gets you through. And But in saying that, there was a time where I was pretty much done and it was time to move on from the life that I had. And that was uh, not something I'd like to go through again. But now I can tell, you know, my story to other people and hopefully that helps, which I'm pretty sure it does. Like, I've, you know, talk to quite a lot of people now and it's a bit of a gift in a way, but a lot of work early on and that got easier. And now I can see a, a really good path forward. Yeah, the pressure is certainly off. Even the, the big issues that most people are probably stressing about, I don't not have them happen. They're still hard issues, but how I deal with it and think about it's completely, completely different now. Situations where most people would be freaking out and end up doing things or saying things and situations would get so much worse than what they have been simply because I just... I don't sort of stress about it anymore and the impact that's had on me, two businesses, my staff, is it's quite amazing really like in a short period of time how much everything's changed. Um, if, if a business coach or a personal coach told me that they could do this in such a short time, I'd, I'd probably tell them they're dreaming and, you know, how much money would this cost? That's definitely, definitely happened and, you know, I see it every day. I hear it every day. It's just a, a far better life. And it's my life that I thought I would have, which is here now. Going from a suicide attempt, which was incredibly close to being done, to getting out of bed now every morning, five o'clock, I walk the dog, I have breakfast, I'm in the showroom at work, getting the boys ready. You know, they turn up, they're happy because I'm there already. That's life now, turning up better. Definitely possible to change things from a zero to a hundred fairly quick and working with you, doing a podcast or just sharing what's going on. It changes people's lives and that's that's the, the best gift you can give to anyone. Yeah, thanks for that, Brian. It's amazing, amazing. And I'm, I'm going to come back to you in a minute because there's a couple of things I want to ask you about what you've seen. But before we do that, I want to introduce you to Jamie. Jamie, you guys joined Relatable and started working with him at a very, very similar time and you were going through a very similar thing. How you've handled it is, you know, your own unique way, but I think you both have something really amazing to offer. So would you like to introduce yourself, Jamie, and kind of share with everyone where you were and what's changed for you? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm Jamie I'm from the Yarra Valley, very similar to Brian, married 25 years, four kids. It's funny, I was discussing it today, and I think this is probably the big thing where maybe a lot of blokes go, might go wrong. When we're young, first meet up with a partner, it's all about goals and ambitions and then kids come along and it's all about the kids, you know, and you're busy, busy fulfilling your ambitions and your goals and what you want. You want the big house, you want the nice cars, all that sort of stuff. The funny thing was I don't remember a time that we sat down and talked about each other's needs or wants or our own feelings or emotions, which I know now is is a very, very pivotal part in why relationships don't succeed. But hindsight's a wonderful thing. And again, like Brian said, doing this work with Fiona has uh, helped me out immensely 
in a very quick period of time. Everything I thought I was doing was for the family. Like I said, you talk about these goals, ambitions, you get up every day, you go to work, you fulfil those, what you think is right. And then I think where we miss out on the point is because blokes think they're doing the right thing, but females need a lot more than just that bloke work for them. I think that's where we get caught with our pants down, basically. And I think that's why it can be so upsetting is we truly believe that we're doing everything right, we're working hard, we're offering this, we're offering that, but we just miss out on that pivotal thing, which is a good feeling, good feelings, good emotions, which, like I said, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. We know that now. <laughs> we know now what all you need is a good feeling. That's where I think a lot of boys to men sort of miss out. They get, you know, Brian said he was in a dark place because he didn't understand, probably felt, you know, it's his fault. What did I do wrong? But as we know now, we didn't do anything wrong. We just missed the bundle a little bit. And um, through your education and all these meetings we've had, as you said, it was, what, three months to go from three months. The first time I was almost spoke to you, Fiona, was very, very difficult to now going out and loving life, being free, feel free, feel light, want to get up again, want to go to work purpose, all that sort of stuff. So, I think you raised a valuable point there, Jamie and, and Brian, and I think this is very common to men. You're so busy working and providing and you think that you're working really hard because you've both got a similar story. I mean, you've told me, Jamie, that you were working huge hours. You were yeah. working at work and then you were working at home, fixing, renovating your house and doing lots and lots of stuff around the house yeah. at home and thinking that that's what was required and what the family needed. And Brian, you were working really hard in your business and and putting long hours in there thinking this is the way forward, right? This is the best thing I can do for my family right now. You know, and of course what starts to happen in that moment is you kind of become ships passing in the night, especially once you have children. I know Brian, you've got three, Jamie, you've got four. Life becomes about work and kids. And where do the two of you fit in there? And you think, that's okay, um, we'll get there later. We'll get to you and I later, honey. Well, let's just build what we're trying to build. We'll, we'll take care of the kids and you and I'll happen later on. And of course, I cannot tell you how many men I've spoken to who have been caught in that face of, I'm working really hard. We're focusing on the kids. You and I'll come later. And then it comes to the point of the two of you and there's not much left and you haven't realized. And that's where I see a lot of men are blindsided because they, they're busy doing the do. They don't realize that this is falling away. And as you just said, Jamie, and I love that, it's all about creating a good feeling. This is, you know, one of the things I talk about is about creating goodwill. You don't have to turn yourself inside out and back to front. You don't have to think of date nights every week and gifts and flowers. And you don't have to turn yourself inside out and back to front. It's really just the simple things that create shared experience and start to become the glue. But when you're focused, and I do understand it because I'm the breadwinner in my family, right? So I do understand what that means and that the level of responsibility you feel because you feel like you've got it all on your shoulders. You know, you've got the financial well-being of the family, you've got mortgages, you've got rent, you've got food, you've got education, you've got whatever, all of those things. And you just think, all right, I've just got to make sure that's okay. And we can get very caught up in that. But there's a bigger picture around all of that, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It all goes back to fear with, for me anyway, the way I was living, it was fear of failing and letting people down, which is... Same. And what kind of an impact do you think that has on you, the fear of failing and letting people down? How do you think that shows up in your, in your relationships? How do you think that showed up? Well, for me, the fear was, it probably came across as arrogance that, no, I've got my objective, this is what it is, I'm a father of four, I'm going to provide, this is how it is. And it's so narrow-minded to what's going on because your head's so full of stuff going on, you don't see the clarity, you don't see what's going on, you don't see what's happening with your partner, you don't care what's happening with the other guys. Your head's full of responsibilities and um, trying to just do the right thing. And how do you think that showed up for you, Brian? Yeah, I was definitely um, fairly frustrated 
and I probably did turn up as pretty short-tempered. Like I certainly wasn't with clients. I was very easy. Like I could, it was like taking one mask off, putting another one on. And I guess in that situation, and I'm sure a lot of tradies feel the same, which is a, it's a massive reward. Like it's a big pat on the back. You're awesome. You do a good job. You're helping us out. Sorry to interrupt, but there will be people listening from overseas who have no idea what a tradie is. <laughs> Can you just um, clarify? <laughs> yeah, They'll be pretty, like, what the much, heck is that? Pretty much a tradie's uh, like, yeah, a roofer, a plumber, floor sander. Yeah, anyone that works in a trade, like building industry, that's um, all any industry, basically. Any yeah, industry. Someone. So tradie is short for tradesman. Australians yeah. love to shorten everything. That's what we do with everything. Like I was just saying to a client today, oh, I'm just going to go get my lippy. She said, what's lippy? I said, lipstick, of course. I mean, so yeah, we shorten everything. So tradie is short for tradesman. Sorry, Brian, keep going. That's all right. No problem. Yeah, basically I was turning up frustrated. Like I was always frustrated and not not just feeling frustrated for 10 minutes. It was all all the time. And I've got no doubt that even, even in business, some of the people we employed would still be here if... I was who I am now. Like if I was turning up that way, happy, easygoing, it's not all about me. It's not all about the job. It's the little stuff where even today, one of my main blokes, it's his partner's birthday, so, you know, I had 100 bucks in your pocket. There you go, go for dinner. That's the stuff that makes people feel good. Like it's not the money, it's just the thought. And that's what it was. That was the problem. Like I was, and I'm sure Jamie was the same. He was trying to keep everyone happy and that was the fear, letting people down, going, well, if I don't do this, we can't do this, we can't do this. But the the big picture was so massive and a jigsaw puzzle had fallen on the floor, basically. I used to say to people, I was playing that, you know, that hippo game where you smack all the hippos when they pop up and that was life, just chaos. The only good feeling I was really getting was from work at the time. Like the kids, yeah, like I wouldn't see them anywhere near as much and I missed so much. And, you know, that was always on the plate too. So there was the family... And you never stop and look at yourself and, and think, what actually makes me happy? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky because I love my work. Like I've been in business for 17 years. I, actually, I absolutely love it and it never feels like work. So for me to do 18 hours a day was pretty normal. Now that I look back, I can see how much that time affected everything. Even at the start of the relationship, I was doing it anyway. Like I, it was still the same, but I just couldn't work out how to slow it down or how to get into a better habit where I could you know, get up and have breakfast in the morning. It was run out the door, go to the servo. It just, servo is a service station. Service station, sorry. Yep, Shorten words. But um, basically, yeah, like everything was done the shortcut way, which was just getting it done, but it wasn't doing anything well. And that was absolutely the case in the relationship too. Um, and and not just the relationship with my partner, it was the kids, everyone, like employees, but turning up was, I'm sure some people looked at me and thought, geez, he's an angry man. Not that I didn't care, but it didn't bother me that much. Like it wasn't that important. Like there was just too much to think about, let alone thinking about other people's perception on a commercial site in Melbourne where there's 500 blokes. Like if I was the angry man and I was making money, that was fine. I didn't mind because when I drove home that night, it seemed that I was doing the right thing for everyone. But, yeah, the reality of it was that I just wasn't a happy person at all and blaming people was very easy too. So... I was, you know, I was a victim all the time. It was always, you know, why can't people do this? Why can't people do that? But at the same time, I couldn't do the simple things, which is pretty scary when you look back and you go, well, how could a relationship work when I couldn't even be happy myself? Like who wants to be around someone like that? It's different now, that's for sure. Like it's a complete 180 on life that it was and affected everything, like I said before. It's not just me and my partner, even though that's got harder now. But I can see it clearly. My relationship with the kids is completely different. Just the time, like you, you realise how important time is and at work isn't where I want to be on the weekends anymore. Yeah, and I, and I think my, a lot of tradesmen or tradies would be in the same boat. I, I guarantee most of them have got five or six projects sitting in their shed at home that they keep saying one day I'll get to that and they just never do. Unfortunately, they're the last on the list or it's never never finished how they want to finish it because it's just um, so frustrating and draining for doing that one extra thing. Simply the fact, you know, we don't know what we don't know and that makes it very hard to listen, understand and be aware of what, what your life is at the time. You're just in a fuzz and you're in a rush and it's certainly not a good way to live. And mm. seeing it now, I can 
I can meet someone new on site or a client or whatever and I can pick it almost straight away. That's good for business because people can relate to it. They understand. What can you pick? Sorry, Brian, what can you pick straight away? Just how people are turning up, like how body language, how, how they're talking, how they... So you they... mean the, the energy that we're in, because that's a big part of the conversation we've had with, you know, you I've had with you and with Jamie, is the energy that we lead with, because it's your energy that enters the room before you do. So you, you know, you have a far greater awareness around that now, don't you? And Absolutely. I, I know Jamie yeah. does now, which is huge, because as you just said before, I was always the victim. So you're looking out all the time, you're looking out for the answer, which keeps you more and more busy-minded you're actually just looking in the wrong place for the answer. Yeah, right? No one had just taught you where to look. That's right. Yeah. true for so many people. No one taught you where to look for the answer. And I think a big part of the conversation that we've had is that you've been taught how human beings work. Yeah. And would you say that that was something you had no idea of before? Absolutely no idea. Yeah, I, I sort of say to people, you know, you start your apprenticeship and you're 16, 17 and you don't have a clue and you're that blind little kid running around but you tell your mates you know what's going on but on site it's quite clear that those those young fellas or young girls whoever whatever they're learning it doesn't matter that they've really got no idea and they're confused I can remember what I was like when I did my apprenticeship like you know I actually got sacked because I got told I had the wrong attitude you know 10 years later I got back into the trade and now I've been doing it 17 years so it's funny how it swung around but obviously when I was turning up as you know a young bloke I wasn't turning up in a way that was easy for other people. Yeah, you just don't know what you don't know. Like that's where I think blokes really struggle. That that saying on its own, people I say it to people and they look at me silly, like they just go, What do you mean? And you go, Well, how do you think someone else sees the world? How do you think someone else sees that that situation from their view? And most people will just say the same thing. That's how they think. They don't see that it could be different. And that's a, a pretty cool thing when you learn how we work. About human beings, how we do operate and how, how similar we are. Exactly the same. We're so similar. I think this is an important thing for you guys to talk about. There's so much conversation around the differences between men and women or the differences between anybody. And it's actually the differences don't matter, do they? It's the sameness. And when you see the sameness, you calm down, you get more relaxed because you see how same we are. When we look through the lens of differences, people get frightened because it looks like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I can't work it out. This is too hard. And when you look towards a direction of sameness, it's like, oh, oh, I know what's going on with you. Oh, that's what goes on with me. Oh, I do that too. Oh, I operate the same way. We might have different experiences, but how we create them is the same. And I know that for many people, and especially for you guys, when you started to see that, the operating system of a human being is the same. Men, women, kids, doesn't matter, different guys on the job, we're all the same. And as soon as you start to see that, it's like this level of understanding appears that you didn't have before. So there's less confusion, your mind slows down, you don't need to get so angry because you actually, you're very clear on what on where you're at and what's going on. And so everything gets calmer. And as everything gets calmer, you show up dramatically differently. Absolutely. I'm just going to cross over to you here, Jamie. When we first spoke, you were obviously wanting your marriage to work and, and wanting things to work out and saying, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. It, it, you, you were in that space and you were, you were, you would say, worried and frightened. Would that be a Absolutely. I thought I wanted to do everything. And I, I think I said to you when you said, do you want your marriage? And I'm like, 100%. Absolutely, I do. Because that's what I thought I had to do. As you said, once you turn up clearer, once you can uh, slow your mind down, once you can sort of look at things and once you start to understand yourself and I suppose look at yourself and understand how you feel, then I started to get to the point, well, you know what? It's not all my fault. I did everything what I thought that we agreed on. We used to have a board where it's uh, our ambitions, our goals, and we did that together. So I, I thought it was in writing. I, you know, you're married. I thought it was all in writing, but it wasn't the case. And once I knew how I felt within myself and I knew it wasn't my fault, it just became easier and you just become lighter and I'm the same. I turn up to work now. Have a good laugh. We, we, we still knock out the job, do heap, heaps of hours, but it's so much more enjoyable. And it's like, oh, what's the time? You know, mm. you're not looking at the time. You're not rush, 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 trying to get it done. It's just, it's just simple. It's just really simple. 
It's really simple. So it's like the mental load has been put yeah. down. Yeah, people don't realise how much that bogs you down, do they? I don't think men, when we're just talking about men tonight, I know this is saying women have the same issue, but there's an enormous mental load that people carry around, that men are carrying around, that they don't even know that they're carrying around. It just yeah. looks like this is the way things are. And you start to put that down. You start looking at everything with fresh eyes, right? Start to see how much easier things are. As you say, you feel lighter, more playful. The anger goes right, 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 right down because the frustration isn't there. You don't need to be frustrated. You actually see how unnecessary that is. It stops making sense, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Once you can start to please yourself, then to please other people around you, rather than becoming um, angry at them for not helping out around that joint or not doing the job right, you can do it yourself and you have the clarity to you know, speak to people properly, I suppose, and uh, point out what you need and have the conversation about what you need and and then it just unfolds and, and it just makes the days easier. So what would you say was the biggest thing you learnt that helped you in the beginning? There was lots of good things I learnt. Probably the one thought. We're all one thought away from happiness or we're all one thought away from sadness. And when I first heard that, I'd be like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? And trying to overthink it, trying to work it out, trying to think of it logically. And then, again, once your mind sort of relaxes a bit, it quite simply comes to you that don't think that because somebody isn't doing right by you, don't worry about that. Don't think about that. Just think of how you want to do it, how it comes. It's just a simple thought. That's all. So that, that's probably the, the thing that sticks me. That's what I try to use every day. I probably don't even have to think about it that much, to mm. be honest. It just sort of becomes part of. That was a powerful, powerful uh, understanding, yeah. Yep. Mm. That we're all one thought away from a different experience, one thought. Yep. And we don't even realise that we live in the feeling of our thinking. We don't realise that it's our thinking that's creating our reality. So it looks like the world is, is doing this to us and we don't realise that actually the world is a reflection of our state of mind. And so, and this is true for everybody, not just men, not just women, kids, it's everybody. It doesn't matter what religion you are, what culture, what language you speak, how old you are, your education, that is irrelevant. This is about human beings and we all work the same way. It's incredibly calming when people see that. And I know that it helped both of you handle things when things got testy with your partners at the time. You were able to kind of feel more powerful or more empowered without getting, as you say, arrogant, angry, without resorting to the kind of what I would call the ego mind stuff, where you become controlling or manipulative or all of those things. You're actually showing up from from a place of truth and it just feels completely different. Yeah. And then on top of that, how you turn up, what's your flavour? <laughs> what's your flavour? This is something I say to, the, to everyone all the time. You need to know what flavour you're bringing and it is our biggest blind spot. Yeah. And I know for both of you that was a revelation in many ways, wasn't it? Yeah. As Brian said, and I would, I'd turn up arrogant. So I, I assume you put that into turning up grumpy because you want the job done. If someone doesn't do this, bang, you're on to them and just snowballs and... and People don't want to be around that for a long time and then you question yourself and then I suppose you, you get in this spiral of, uh, well, it's me against everyone or, you know, mm. something doesn't go well, especially in the partner. So it's like, oh, what, you, you haven't got my back either. You're not backing me up. And then obviously that snowballs and snowballs. Yeah, how you turn up, your flavour, that's, that's another big thing. Really big. It is. It's first in the morning rather than boom, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's like, how you going, mate? How you going? How you going this morning? How was your night? You know, and you start off on a good note. It's a good vibe and, and you work into it. So, yeah, because yeah, you know how to create goodwill now and you know the importance of it, right? Yeah. So you, you'd rather lead with that and makes more sense. Absolutely. Because it yeah. makes everything easier. Yep. But this is definitely something people don't know. If your apprentice or, or your partner knows that, then they give off goodwill as well. Because so. everything gets mirrored back at you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it bounces off each other. and uh, So they're, they're probably two 
of the best. Like I said, there's a myriad of things there, but mm. two of the biggest things, the simple things. Keep yeah. it simple. This is all about simplicity. Absolutely. This is about simplicity. So if you're listening to this, I really want you to know you do not have to turn yourself inside out and back to front to create change. You don't have to analyze the past. You don't have to do deep psychological analysis of yourself. You just need an understanding of the way human beings work. I didn't do deep psychological analysis of either of you, did I? No, absolutely not. There's no need. And I still hear people say, oh, you don't get along with your mum and all this. And I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's fine. It doesn't matter. That's all good. I mean, if you want to think about it, then you can get sad about it or whatnot. But really, there's no point to think about it and get yourself sad about it. Just think about today and what today is going to hold for you and uh, turn up with a good vibe. And you find that so much easier to do now, right, to actually do that? Because it's funny, you know, we all know that it's good not to drag things around, but we can't seem to help ourselves, can we? We can't seem to stop it. But you now are able to really do that quite cleanly. Show up today. To, yesterday was is gone. Today's a new day. At the start, obviously, it was hard. As the time goes on, it just becomes part of your nature. And, and you just got to believe in it. The more you believe in it, the more it happens and the simpler it gets. As I say, you just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Love it. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. Brian, what do you think when you first came across this? What do you think had the biggest impact on you? For me, it felt like something I was missing. I always felt there was a way to move forward to see life in a better way. I just didn't know how to do that, which is the understanding side. But I, I always believed in choice, choice to be a better person, choice to do whatever. I, I just didn't know how to walk that walk that well. And I'm sure like most, most people do, they, they think they're doing the best they can. They're trying incredibly hard to be better, to be the better person than you know who they were yesterday. Everyone genuinely tries to do that. When you've got no idea how easy it is, you do analyse and that was the big thing when I started with you, like I just, the weight of going to counselling, you know, with my partner, that wasn't there. It was, it was easy. I enjoyed it. Well, after a little bit, I enjoyed it because at the start it was pretty, pretty tough talking about it. But we didn't do a lot of that kind of, but that's the thing I want to make clear. We didn't do a lot of that in the past. We didn't hang out there. This is where Mm. this is very different. Yeah, absolutely. And early on you said to me, I don't put, two people in a room to fight straight away I thought we don't need a referee like that's what I felt when we went to other counsellors or whoever there was always someone that was trying to make a decision for us and tell us what was right or wrong and I can relate that to business because there's always someone that's right and usually that's a person with the you know hitting the transfer on the funds at the end of the day but it was pretty much like stepping out of a boxing ring and going all right well if I can deal with my own stuff, hopefully that helps. Hopefully that fixes a lot of it and that frees up a lot of a lot of space for the relationship. But, yeah, choice. Like I've always thought there's a, there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. There's a positive and a negative and it was always in me. I just didn't know how to work out a way to get it. And yeah. that was the big thing. Like it, it affects everything. But I didn't realise it was so simple, which was choosing a thought or letting it pass. And it's it's incredible that now I can just simply draw a stick figure for someone with a little voice box above the head on either side and go, take your pick. What do you want to do? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be sad? And people look at you and go, this is ridiculous. Like, is life that easy? And you go, yeah, because it doesn't just affect me. It's everyone. Like, you start seeing how many people smile at you, how many people talk in the supermarket, how many people ring up and they're happy in business. I, I deal with heaps of people every day and once a month you might deal with someone that's just had a bad day but by the time they get off the phone, you end up with this uncanny knack of changing people's day. You know, someone that's upset ends up being a really good friend. In the last three months I've never been out for dinner so much in my life and half of them are clients or someone I've met that, they just feel that there's something different about you. By the end of it, when you talk to them on site, or end up going out for dinner or on the phone for an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever, they always say the same thing and go, it is simple, isn't it? And it's as simple as a, a choice to learn 
such a basic understanding or you, you choose not to and keep doing it the hard way, which I'd never recommend people just staying where they are. Like you've, you've got to move forward and grow, but it's not hard and it's it's just a simple choice and everything reflects off that. Once you, once you start making better choices, everything gets easy, everything gets simple. You know, all those big dreams that you were already chasing, trying to keep everyone happy and living in fear of failing and letting people down, all that stuff happens anyway. Like it, you just do it in a far easier way and mm. it's quite ridiculous how easy all the changes are, how productive you get. I see my kids in a completely different light now. We always have fun. Like it's not the situation I thought that I wanted. I'd choose this every day. Like I'd never, looking back, I, I honestly think, why was I wanting you know, a relationship that was like that? When I know that moving forward, the relationship with yourself is, is so much more important. I'm not relying on someone else to be happy. Like I, I could be single, happy, achieve everything I want to do and more without the stress. The truly awesome thing is that I can look at other people, how they are, and now you just choose not to take it on. Like you can look at people that are angry and accusing you of being the worst person in the world. But when you can just stand there, listen to them, realise what is going on, walk away from that person and your life, your feeling hasn't changed because you've made that decision. You've just gone, yep, I get it. Yes, because you understand. So you're not carrying any residue. People don't believe that's possible, but it is. You can walk away from someone who's very upset and angry or toxic or whatever and have no residue. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredibly freeing, isn't it? Yeah, that is massive. Yeah, (laughs) when you can actually have a bit of a smirk to yourself when someone is flipping their lid and you just... You just look at them and, you, and you know, like you said, you know what's going on. But you, you know just, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's going on and you just uh, you walk away and say, well, if only I could tell you, you're only one thought away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not in a cult, everybody, just so you know. This is not a cult. And I think what you've just shared is beautiful and I want to address something that probably people listening are wondering about. Neither... Brian nor Jamie's relationships have worked out. Now, if you're sitting here thinking, well, what's the point? And then that would, that's not a success. And then that, that means it doesn't work, yada, yada, yada. If you're having that, et cetera, et cetera, that thinking, here's what I want you to know. And I, and I want you guys to speak to that in a moment. And you can add to this, this is my summation, but you'll sum it up better than me, is that you both came to me full of fear, worry, overthinking, your mind's going in a million miles an hour, doubting everything with the weight of the world on your shoulders, feeling this sense of, I can't believe it's come to this. I've worked so hard. How did we get here? Really feeling quite blindsided, right? And confused and bewildered. And I see so many men emailing me this. And if you are listening to this podcast and that is you where your partner or wife has just said, I'm out and you didn't see it coming, I want you to know you're not alone. It's very, very, very common. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have Jamie and Brian on the podcast because it's more common than you realize. And really what's going on is it's not that you are a terrible, awful person, but you have a huge misunderstanding of how things work. And because of that misunderstanding, you've probably made choices that haven't been for the betterment of you or your family. And not because you meant to, but it's all very, very innocent. And when you see that, when you understand what's going on, people feel calmer. It's like what Jamie just said. Someone can be flipping their lid. If you're overseas, that means someone who's really angry. Someone can be flipping your lid and because you know exactly what's going on for them, because you now know how human beings work, that understanding is almost like a protective veil because you know what's going on. You know it's not personal. You understand. Now, when we have understanding, there isn't conflict. The only place conflict exists is in an absence of understanding. So people feel calmer. They feel grounded. They just feel like they've got more capacity to handle more stuff without the angst, without the overwhelming, without the crippling fear that I think so many men have. And look, so many people, but again, this is a podcast for men tonight, for the guys. And what I hear in both of you is even though those relationships haven't worked out, you don't have any fear around that. You feel at peace around that. You're okay with that. And you can see a positive and empowered way forward. Why am I making such a big point about this? Because often men will seek help when their back is against the wall and they've got no other choice. And this is why I hear this so often. They'll have a bit of a realization, whoops, she's serious. I'm about to lose my family. I'm about to lose this. I better do something different. 
But of course, what you get met with in that moment is I've been telling you this for years. Why has it taken me leaving or walking out for you to actually do anything? And so you don't get very, you don't get a lot of traction there, right? Because in, in her mind, I have been telling you this for years and years and years and for, and for some relationships, decades. And it's only now that I'm out, that I'm done, that I'm leaving, that you're actually willing to look in this direction. Okay. So this is unbelievably common. But what I want you to know is, even if you are in a situation where it looks like she's completely done, that is no reason not to get help and create change. Don't do it just because, oh, why should I bother now? The marriage isn't going to work out. What's the point? I think this is where Brian and Jamie, I think, are really invaluable for you guys to see what's possible because they're moving forward with their lives with a sense of purpose and empowerment and well-being and happiness and clarity and calm and they feel better and they often say that probably describe what happened as your wake-up call for you to tune more into you and lead your life very differently. Would you say that? I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, well, for me, I'm 50 years old or 50 years young, whichever way you want to look at it. I get blokes, friends, people at the footy club, people at work, and when I tell them I'm separated, a lot of them, and especially the, the good friends, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, mate, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, mate, I'm fine. I'm Piers Larry, you know, I'm happy to, I'm happy to live my next 50 years. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the, the challenges of life is tough enough without the burdens, without the doubt, without expectations, and to know how you feel inside so you can make uh, better judgments on, on whatever happens in the future, I think a, is a great thing. It really is. So that's what I would say, say to anyone. Don't, just don't give up on yourself. Find yourself. Understand yourself. Yeah, you'd be quite surprised how uh, do those little simple things, how well life can go for you. So, yeah, absolutely even in the face of the thing that you didn't want. Yeah, absolutely. In the face of your greatest fear, you found a sense of peace and freedom, which I think is very inspirational. Yeah, absolutely. I do feel for a lot of blokes out there that I I know that really, really can't see this. If they can find this or understand this, then, then good luck to them. Life is good. Future's good. Yeah, awesome, Jamie. Love it. And what about you, Brian? Yeah, I 100% probably more than 100% agree. It's totally possible. There's absolutely no doubt in me that it, you know, you can get from that place of terror for you having to be Mr. Fix-It, which is ironically what people don't want you to be doing. <laughs> and, and, and when you go from that place where I was, like I was as close to not being around as what, I wouldn't want to go there again. I just, and I hate to think that there is people or blokes in that position because they're thinking, I'm sure they heard that saying, you know, it's too little, too late, I'm done. And that is terrifying. Like I I heard that. At the same time, I was thinking, but I've done all of this. What do you mean it's too little, it's too late? At the start, I wanted to save the relationship. I was doing everything I could, living pretty rough in an old caravan in my factory. I was seeing the kids a couple of times a week, every second weekend. They thought it was great coming to camp in the caravan but it wasn't wasn't so awesome well for me anyway they thought it was fun but all the time when you're doing it it gets a bit old it was probably those little things where you start realizing that it is the little things that change and you know i started realizing how amazing the craftsmanship was in my caravan that was built in 62 like the time with the kids become easy because i enjoyed their experience like it was the little things that i noticed that were changing over time and yeah at the start I did want to fix a relationship I did and I can 100% say that I did everything I could to allow that to happen I got to a point where I was happy just trying but I noticed I was really happy inside myself I was making 150 people happy a week rather than just one person and that was pretty cool but when I sort of got to the point that I, I worked out that what I thought I wanted wasn't actually what I wanted and I was just simply on a path of unknown. Like I didn't know where I was going. That was, it was a bit weird at the start. But once it started sinking in and you could understand how it was, you could understand, I could understand how my partner was, how she felt. 
honestly look back and I think, why did I want that? Why did I want to save that relationship and go back to a situation like that? Whereas now, you know, no matter what happens financially or, or whatever, it doesn't even bother me anymore because I know that I can make the right choices to move forward and do everything that I wanted anyway. Yeah, there's, there's bad things that go with the children and where they live and the time and all that stuff, but even that stuff's pretty easy now. You can be so sure of yourself. Like you said to me on the first time I spoke to you, you said, it'll be all right. That's 100% right. There's nothing else. Once you understand, you, you know everything's going to be all right. And it's far easier than what I ever thought it would be. It's no magic wand, but if you've got a, a will to fix yourself or something, it doesn't really matter what it was. Like it, I come in like Jamie, I want to fix the relationship. I want to save it. I want to have that happy home with the family. It hasn't worked out that way, but I'm totally fine with it. I don't regret anything. I don't look back and think I failed. I don't have any bad feelings towards my ex. I, I can just see the path that she's on and that doesn't marry up with the path that, that I've chosen to go on for myself, which is it's probably the best feeling I've ever had and something you can pass on to your kids and going from the bottom to the top is pretty amazing. People think it's just work or football or whatever they do. Like it's not. It's, I don't play football, but I reckon a lot of blokes play football, they win a premiership and they'll talk about it for the next 25 years. But when you can do that every day, that's, that's better than one day. Like that's every day now. There's nothing you can't do. There's, there's absolutely nothing you can't do. I don't want to take away from those guys that have won a premiership, but do that every Friday night, that's living. That's better than getting a trophy. You are the trophy now. You know your value. You know what you deserve. You know when you're happy and you don't, you don't take on other people's junk. It's more powerful than what, what I could describe. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Brian, and thank you, Jamie. And I, If you are a man listening to this, just know, and I really wanted to have Jamie and Brian on because their marriages didn't work out, and they have a sense of peace, freedom, hope, empowerment. They're very, very happy. Their well-being is high. And you might sit there and if that's you at the beginning of that journey and think, how can that be possible? Well, these guys are a great example of how that is possible. And they are just the same as you. They're no different. They're a human being. All you need is an open mind. Don't give up if you think the marriage is over. What's the point in getting help? This is a pivotal moment in your life where you could choose something else. You don't just go and get help because something's not working. You get help because you want to be in a better feeling. You want to see a better future for yourself. You want to move forward in a way where you feel good. And it is entirely possible, even if your marriage has not worked out. Now, there are plenty of people I help where their marriages do work out and it's, and it's awesome, right? But I really just wanted to speak to those guys who have been blindsided and maybe they feel like there's no hope because they can't even get in touch with their partner or their partners just slam that door and they can't believe it. Well, I want you to know don't stop looking. Now is the time to embrace something new, open your mind, and you too can be feeling the way that Jamie and Brian can. It doesn't have to be the end of your life or the end of your world. It can actually be the line in the sand where you start living your life in a completely different way. What would we, a message you might want to pass on? Yeah, for me, uh, I remember those nights where I'd sit in the car out the front of the house or I'd hide at the factory a ridiculous amount of time that I lost. I gave it away, really, like for reasons now that I can see weren't worthwhile doing it. Yeah, I guess for those, those people that are sitting, sitting in their car, they're sitting somewhere and they just don't know what to do in, in that point in time, that's when you can't see any options. You can't see that there is a better way. I don't have those moments anymore. They're gone. Like they, they just don't exist. And I look back and I think it was just a giant jigsaw puzzle that I didn't understand. You know, those people sitting in the car, I've been there. Jamie's been there. I'm sure everyone's been there at some point. Or when you want to walk away from someone and you go, it's too hard. It's, it's really not that hard. But I've spent a lot of time working on myself for a long time trying to, trying to find the thing I thought was missing. But this is it. This is 100%. If you want to work on something, you'll be better in any aspect of your life. But if you're in that dark point and you just want to find a way forward or find a way out, I'd, I'd back this every day of my life because... It is the way to do it and it is the way to, you know, be happy and, and change things. So, if, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're in that spot where you feel you're on your own and there's no options, this is the option and it's the only one I found that, that can make such a difference. You know, you're not on your own. You're not in a spot that's 
different. It's an experience that so many people go through, but they just don't know the way out. When you learn this process and this understanding and awareness, it's, it's easy. It's as easy as it gets. If you're going to spend money on a new motorbike or a power tool for work, it doesn't matter. It still works. Just spend some money on this, which is, it'll be the best investment you ever make. You'll go from that bad spot in your car or in your factory or in the shed out the back to somewhere where you never knew was even possible. So that's my advice. Put off buying something else and just invest in yourself for a change. Oh, that's beautiful, Brian. Thank you. Jamie? Very much along the same lines. One thing I've learned through life is nothing lasts forever. So just create the best person you can be. And this is a very good program to help you along those lines to become the best person you can be. And if you become the best person you can be, everything's different. It's just so much easier. I like the the simplicity of it. Everyone I talk to, when, when the flavour's right, comes along for the ride, basically. I know I'm still turning up and doing well by people just by being in, in a good mood, good flavour. If they ask, then, then I offer. That's all I want. And I think that's all people want is just to feel good. You get one yeah. shot at life and work on yourself, care for yourself, don't be ashamed of yourself, don't have fear through life. And that's it. The program's pretty simple. Basically just that, work on yourself and everything will fall into place. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Brian. I I really appreciate you being so open and honest and I really know that this will help the the guys out there watching, or sorry, watching, listening. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to have you on the podcast and obviously to, to have you in the program. Thank you both from the bottom of my heart, really. Thank you. And I thank you. Thanks, Diana. Thanks for everything. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable, where we are committed to taking the stress and confusion out of relationships. If you're keen to find out more, the best place to start is to head on over to my website, fionalukies.com.au, where you can download my free Relationship Masterclass video series Or join the waitlist for Relatable, my brand new online program where I personally take you through how to have a great relationship with anyone.